0: Please note, episode five of the Welcome Home to the Suburbs podcast was recorded prior to the Black Lives Matter 2020 movement. I was unaware that the term master bedroom and master bathroom really should have been done away with quite some time ago. The term harkens back to slavery, and it is a term that our industry, along with the real estate industry, is changing it will now be referred to as the primary bedroom and primary bathroom. Again, this was recorded prior to my knowledge and I have now been educated and will be changing that term in my business and you will see the industry changing that term as well. In the meantime, I hope you do have a listen. It is important information about the primary bedroom and primary bathroom in your home. Thank you so much. What room in the house do you think you spend the most amount of time in, but you've made it the lowest priority in the
1: house? You're listening to Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Designing a new home to be your family's sanctuary can feel impossible during the stress of moving. In this podcast, interior designer Jill Kalman shares practical advice, design wisdom, and lifestyle tips for anyone moving to a new home. You'll learn all about the psychology of a well designed home and how to survive the move and thrive in your new life. Say goodbye to overwhelm and hello to a home you love to come back to every single time. Here's your host, Jill Kalman. Hi,
0: everybody, and welcome to episode number five of the Welcome Home to the Suburbs podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about the master boudoir or the master bedroom suite. I'm going to discuss it today because I have realized in the years of doing one-on-one interior design with clients, the rationale about this space never made sense to me. So we're going to discuss that and impart some wisdom as to why that never really made sense to me and why it really shouldn't make sense to you in your home. So the master bedroom. To me, it should be probably, I would say, if I had to describe it in a few words, one of the more relaxing places in the house, perhaps the most tranquil, perhaps serene, perhaps a word like spa might come to mind, unwind, comfortable. And the reason is at the end of the day, that's where we retreat. That's where we need to sleep, which is critical to our well-being and to our health. And for that space to be lacking would, I believe, lead us lacking. So in any home I have in the past, even though there are things I've mentioned before that we didn't plan for, I will say the one area I tackled first was the master bedroom because that was the space that we were in. That was the space that we would retreat to. And it was important that that space felt good. That's kind of the place where you really do nest, right? So what was interesting to me is that in all my years of design, at least nine out of 10 clients would say to me the following, well, the master bedroom, that can wait because nobody sees it. I want you all to just think about that for a minute. The master bedroom can wait. Nobody sees it. It makes my eyes roll in the back of my head every time I hear it. And I've heard it a lot. And I say to every client that said that to me, it's not just because I want to decorate their master bedroom. It's just that I want them to know the importance of it. I look back at them and I say, but the most important people of the house see it. I think it's interesting that it's thought of as If the people you have over for dinner don't see it, it doesn't need to look nice. So who are you decorating your house for? Somebody else or for you? Because one of the most intimate spaces, it's your living space, yours. I get wanting to have people over and having a nice space that looks good aesthetically and feels good and being able to entertain. And those are really important things too. And we'll be discussing those and I believe in those. But because you don't entertain in your master bedroom, it shouldn't look nice. I don't know. I've never got it. So, this episode is to stress the importance of why. And I want you to rethink it. I mean, like I said, even when we had to, you know, discern what funds were going where, I always started in the master. And it's funny, my master bedroom right now, although I felt like it was all fully decorated and whatever, it's all old and tired now. Now the carpet has to be ripped up. I had to replace the bed. I added a wallpaper to the walls. Now, I had lived with it for quite some time, but it's gotten outdated. The fibers and the fabrics have gotten worn and it's time to fresh it up. And that's I'm not letting that go like that has a huge impact on us at the end of the day when it's not fresh and clean and decorated and feels like a place we fall into. Honestly, it should feel like a mini hotel room, folks. It really should. It should feel like the best place in the house. You know, that is where you derive your energy. That is where you get your sleep. That is sometimes the place where family, you know, if you do have kids, kids love to spend time in the bed. It's the place to snuggle. It's the place for intimacy. It's an important space. Do not neglect it. The master bedroom is a place where we restore ourselves. So it's so important that it's a space that you actually want to go to at the end of the day that you gravitate to. It really makes a difference. And making sure you have a comfortable pillow and soft bedding that feels great really makes a huge difference. It's so important to not neglect this important room because again, I don't care that you don't entertain up there. I care that that is, as I said before, the most important people of the house spend their time and see that space. So it needs to become a priority and you'll see the difference it makes when it does. And we'll talk about today some ways of making that room feel serene, feel like a spa, feel really good to you. So I like to use elements in the space of the master bedroom that do kind of remind me of a nice comfortable hotel room. And you can think about past travels of where you've been and certain elements of things that you like. It should have a warmth to it. It should feel really good and the colors should be, I believe, serene and calming. It should be the place where you can really go and absolutely unwind. Yes, it's the place you need to unwind. Read a book. Maybe you're working from bed, especially right now. If you're someone who likes a TV in the bedroom, you're going to maybe watch a movie. If you don't have a TV in the bedroom, all the more it's a really tranquil and serene place to just rest and read and unwind or just think or just sleep. It's also the place we wake up in and we start our day. We begin our day there. And it's really important the surroundings we begin in are places that feel good because that has a direct impact on our brain and how we begin our day. So if the bed is not comfortable, if the way your feet touch the floor, there's no carpet and maybe it's cold, maybe it's slippery, there's no cushioning or no warmth, maybe there's not a comfortable place to sit, maybe there's not a bench to sit on to put your socks on, maybe you need a small desk. There's all kinds of functions, just like in every other room, that the master bedroom takes on. And to leave it lacking because no one else sees it really makes zero sense. The most important people of the house begin and end their days there. There's times, especially now, where work on a laptop is taking place there, or a quiet respite or timeout is taking place there. So all of those things are really important. What the paint color is, what the ceiling color is, what the lighting is, are there adequate night tables to accommodate what you need? Is the bed comfortable to lean up in and read a book with the proper lighting and comfort for your neck? It makes a really, really big difference. And I still find it puzzling. I just do. I almost giggle when I hear no one else sees it. It kind of makes me laugh because I'm like, nobody else sees it. The most important people of the house see it. No, you're not entertaining a cocktail party there, but that's not what the room's designed for. So I hope this changes your thought a little bit about that room. So having said that, let's talk a little bit about some things that bring that room a little bit of what I'll call luxury. I do think the master bedroom can be somewhat more luxurious than other spaces. You might be able to use a carpet in there that you don't use in the other part of the house, maybe or maybe not. Let's talk about the bed. I love upholstered beds. I think that they look great. I think they add some great comfort, especially when you're leaning up in them. There's certainly all kinds of beds that I find attractive. I do love the upholstered bed. I think it's really important to have proper lighting in the bedroom, both at each side of the bed and then overall. So whether you have a chandelier you can install and then combine it with some recessed lighting, any areas of the space need to be properly lit and feel good then you need to decide based on the size of your bedroom some have sitting rooms off of them and i also have clients who kind of like partially design the master and then leave the sitting room empty well That's not helpful either. Make use of that. That's wonderful to be able to have a lounging area and you can determine what that is. Is that going to be a sofa? Is that going to be two chairs and an ottoman? I love swivel chairs that are really comfortable in spaces like that with an ottoman because then you can maybe turn and watch a TV if it does exist. You could maybe turn and talk to whoever's laying in the bed. So swivels are nice too, but a sofa is nice. Chez lounges are nice. You might have a bedroom where you could only fit a bench or one chair. That's fine, too. Having some little spot to kind of sit that isn't in bed is kind of a nice thing to have, too. Benches, as I just mentioned, are really great to have at an end of a bed. A lot of people really like them to be able to sit on in the morning. Men particularly like it to get their socks on, to get ready to go to work. So those are nice to have. You can also have a bench under a window, Some bedrooms have a nice section of wall where they're not going to have a dresser and having a nice bench with a beautiful mirror or a piece of artwork above is really kind of a beautiful thing as well. And when you're planning the space, you need your essential items like your bed, night tables, lighting, a rug on the floor. And then you need to decide, do you need items like dressers? And those have been trending less because walk-in closets have really good storage right now. And I find it really just depends on your lifestyle and what you need. So some people who have a walk-in closet that's adequate, they like a separate dresser just to keep maybe exercise wear or jewelry and odds and ends. And then a lot of people just don't want them. They don't want the extra piece of furniture in the room. So in that case, if you have a large wall that's bare, you could even hang one gorgeous piece of graphic art. You could use a mirror. You could do a console table with art or a mirror above it or other seating. So if you don't want a dresser or a chest of any kind, or you don't need it, that is perfectly okay. If you have a seating area that is separate, you want to furnish it and use it. If you don't have a seating area that's separate, but you have room in the actual master bedroom space where the bed is, and usually there is, to put a chair in the corner or a chaise lounge in the corner, it's a really nice place to lay and have a cup of coffee. I once had a very busy mom with three kids and she used that seating area when she needed to sort of chill out, get on her iPad for some work and have a cup of coffee. She really preferred to be there than like in the family room or wherever. It was sort of like her quiet space. I have another client who likes the area like that to do some knitting. So it can really become a nice, tranquil area. It also can be like a great conversational area for you and your partner or you and your spouse to sit and have a chat and hang out and have a drink or morning coffee. So all of this really lends itself to those things. When I think of colors for that room, I do think of Things that make you feel calm and serene, and it doesn't mean you can't have color. You absolutely can. I think the color should come in splashes in the accessories like the artwork, maybe some throw pillows. I think the bones of it start off neutral, and then you can add or layer color in. Layering neutrals with a lot of texture is also really nice using linen and boucles, having uh, maybe a grasscloth wallpaper on the wall. All those things really create an environment that feels good. And all of that's really important. The other consideration to take in is maybe you need a built-in. I know in our bedroom, we had this really tricky corner. It was kind of deep enough for a piece of furniture, but not really It definitely could have been an area where we put a TV and we needed some drawer space. So we built in a unit with drawers and shelving for the TV. And again, it just depends on your needs. But having a bookcase or something built into a bedroom, if it's not there, which in our case it was not, it's okay to do that too the window treatments in the bedroom. You have to decide if you want blackout. Some people are very sensitive to the light. They don't want any light coming in in the morning. And that's a really personal preference. So if that's the case, you want blackout. If that's not the case, just standard privacy lining is fine. If you have linen shears, that could be fine if you don't need privacy and want a lot of light. Oftentimes for a master bedroom, you're going to at least need some sort of coverage for light and certain amount of privacy even at certain times of the day or evening. So you want to consider that as well. All of those things add up to a space that will either work for you or not. Think about it. I mean, if you come into a room where like I said earlier, it doesn't feel comfortable, that's the place you're sleeping. That's the place you're waking up. That's the place you're beginning your day. If there's one thing I ask of you, it is, please don't think of other people when you think of this space. Please think of yourself. Thinking of yourself is not a bad thing. It's an important thing, especially in your own home. So I really hope you'll take my advice and look at the master bedroom in a whole new way and make it the place that you want to come back to every single time. From my home to yours, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Take care. To celebrate the launch of this show, I am going to be giving away some great prizes to four lucky winners. One winner is going to get a pair of AirPod Pros, and the other three winners are going to get a $100 gift card to either Serena and Lily, Restoration Hardware, or Amazon.com. You get to choose. So three lucky listeners who subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes will receive these. It doesn't have to be a five-star review, although i sure hope you do love this show. I want your feedback so I can create an awesome show that provides tons of value to you. So visit JillCalmanInteriors.com/podcastlaunch podcast launch to learn more about the contest and how to enter. I'll be announcing the winners on the show in an upcoming episode. From my home to yours, thank you so much.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Head over to JillCalmanInteriors.com to learn more about designing a beautiful new home while minimizing the stress of moving. See you back here next week.